Welcome back to the Double Minor Podcast, everybody. Ryan Drury here. Brock Byer at West in beautiful Kelowna, BC. What's up, buddy? Another day at the office. Uh, you know, it's funny when I'm out here, I'm getting lots of texts from my family saying how nice it is out here right now because you guys are just getting pounded with snow. We're getting destroyed. Yeah. yeah I mean, it caught yeah, And on, man. Oh. I know. And on. Uh, Remembrance Day, actually, like I was legit wearing shorts out here. It was like plus ten, man. I hate everything you just said. I hate <laughs> that. That's disgusting. Yeah, so, yeah I'm uh, I'm soaking up the nice weather. Not really nice weather. I mean, we get sunshine, but uh, don't want to be where you guys are right now. <laughs> it's nasty here, man. But we're surviving. We're figuring it out. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. It's just winter. I mean, it's here earlier than it felt like it was last year, but. Uh, Fuck it, you know, like, we're going to figure it out. We're Canadians, you know? Exactly, exactly. You got your snow tires on or what? I don't have mine on yet. Like, my tire place is, like, backlogged weeks, um, but I'm getting them on next week. I mean, like, overall, the roads here have been okay. Um, But, yeah, I mean, a lot of people were panicking, myself included, on, like, Monday night when it really hit. Um and yeah, I had a bit of a choppy drive home, but it was fine. Uh, you just drive to the conditions. Like, you know, you don't have to be a freak driving, you know, 90 on horrific roads like some heroes do. But um, no, uh, I'll be fine. And, you know, overall, it's been okay. I think we've come through the worst of the first storm and we'll figure it out. Uh, let's make a, let's, you can do this on Twitter too. Let's make a pool. Let's make a bet. Everyone that's listening here, um, over, under, on how many times Highway 86 is going to close this winter? See, yeah, let's set that at like five and a half. Really? Yeah, because because 86 doesn't actually close that often. Um, the one that's bad is 21. Yeah, Highway 21. Is that going to Mitchell, right? No, well, no, like it's the one that runs all along the lakeshore, like from Godrich all the way up Sarnia way. Right, 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 right. Yep. That that is the one, uh, and we actually have a bet at the office at CKNX right now on how many times it's going to close. I set it at I think eight and a half, and I took the over. Yeah, I uh, yeah, it, Highway eighty six. It's just a sketch bomb, to be honest. Like Highway eighty six, summer, fall. Like spring, like every every season, Highway 86 is just a sketch ball. Like you can't, you want to go into Kitchener Waterloo, and Highway 86 will take like an hour just because there's so many horse and buggies and people are driving slow and like it's just a it's a gong show. There's a they lot need to of make trucks it, and the freaking potholes, man. I can't like that road gets beat to crap. There beat are nasty cr- potholes on it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Well, enough with this weather bullshit. Um, last time we talked uh, was last week. Obviously, we had Mitch the Thrill Auto Twenty deal sure on. Yes. Um, a lot. A lot has happened in the sports world. Um, you know, I think the NHL has kind of took a backseat to uh, to Don Cherry and Hockey Night in Canada. Um, soldiers, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh been dominating the headlines up here ever since Saturday when Don went on the air and, you know, made some comments that were a little unfortunate. And I, I think that, you know, now that a, a bit of time has passed, he's, you know, we were talking about it on our show, our sports talk show at the station. And uh, we had a guy on there who's like a, a Toronto media expert, Jonas Siegel, um, not to be confused with Jonas Siegel, who covers the Leafs. Jonah Siegel uh, runs this great website called Toronto Sports Media, and he's got all sorts of sources uh, in the Toronto area, and he's a great guy to go to for news on what's going on in the broadcasting world. And he was basically saying, look, like uh, if, 10 years ago, does this sort of thing get him fired? No way. But the way society has changed and people are trying to be a little bit more um, mindful of you know, being inclusive and and being welcoming to immigrants and visible minorities, the way that Don phrased his point, which was a point that I agreed with when he started making the statement. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree personally that more people 
from every background in Canada, which I think is what Don wishes he had said, wore poppies more or just generally supported the memory of all the great veterans, men and women, who fought for this country in a number of different wars and uh, many of them paying the ultimate sacrifice and, and losing their lives so that we could enjoy the great country we live in. Uh, of course, I agree that, you know, it would be great to see more support for the memory uh, of those people. Um, but yeah, I, I certainly think the way Don delivered his message was ill-advised. Um it, it seems, uh, you know, I was listening to Jeff Merrick and Elliot Friedman's podcast tonight, and Jeff was kind of saying how, you know, it, with the social media outrage and stuff, there's no conversations happening. It's just, well, I think this and I'm on this side, and I think this and I'm on this side, and there's just a lot of arguing going on. I mean, you know, maybe your opinion differs from mine, and if it does, that's totally fine, but... Um, because we're normal adults who can have a conversation and not necessarily agree. Um, imagine that. But I just think that Don backed himself into a corner with the way he phrased what he said. And in the society we live in today, there's just no room for that anymore. And I mean, this is coming from a guy who, you know, said chicken Swedes in the 80s has lambasted Russians for his entire career. Um, you know, he had a comment in the early 2000s about uh, French guys wearing visors trying to act tough. I believe at the time he, he was slandering, I believe it was Matthew Dandino. I could be wrong. But, like, Don has said a lot of, you know, offside things throughout his career. And I think 2019 was the year that it finally caught up to him where the majority of society had had enough. I feel bad for him. I don't feel bad in saying that because I grew up loving Don. He was my idol when I was a little kid. He was the first major reason I wanted to become a broadcaster. I feel bad for the way it ended for him because whether you like him or not, he's had a legendary broadcasting career. He's an icon in the hockey world. And for better or worse he backed himself into a corner here. And I really don't think there was anything that, you know, hockey night and cannon sports net could have done differently. And uh, that's the unfortunate thing about the whole, uh, about the whole thing. So I don't know what your thoughts are, but that's how I feel. Do you, um, do you feel like they did a, they had to fire him? Do you feel like they had to? Um, I, I don't even know how to answer that. Like, yeah, probably. Um, and I think for- I think in the I, yeah, I think right now, like it escalated way quicker than everyone thought it would. If that's safe to say, um, I agree. It, yeah, like Ron McLean said, you know, when you're going through that live television thing and you you listen to Don, you don't really catch on to it, and. Um, obviously some people did, and obviously the whole world has catched on to what he said, but, um, like you said, he, he said some fishy stuff in the past, but now like, um, now this, I mean, like, do you uh, personally, um, yes, Don is, Don is older, but personally, I, I think, uh, CBC and Sportsnet, um, made, a, a poor decision in the aspect of, how it's going to impact hockey itself in the upcoming years. Because me, I grew up, like you said, me and you and all the sports um, fans out there, we grew up watching Don Cherry Saturday night on Hockey Night in Canada. Everyone has. And now you take that away and it's going to impact a lot of people in the future. Yeah, of course it will. Uh, I still... I still have, like, I have mixed feelings about it because do I like Don? Have I been entertained by Don for a long time? Did I agree with quite a bit of what he said over the years? Yeah. Um, did I, like, social media and cancel culture, whatever you want to refer to it as, really took over. Um, that's 
the kind of double-edged sword we live with with social media. It's great in the sense that you can get stuff up to date right away. People can share opinions right away for better or worse. And the other side of it is, um, you know, when someone makes a mistake, it's known instantly and spreads quickly. And, and I think that that's what this boils down to. Don made a mistake. He made a mistake. And I think that um, it's important to remember here the corporation we're talking about. Sportsnet has been cutting money and talent for well over a year now. They let go of Nick Kiprios. They let go of Doug McClain. They are trying to cut costs. They spent way too much money on that bloated NHL deal that did not work out well for them. Um, they lost a ton of money in the early parts of the deal because, you know, unbeknownst to them, the Canadian teams at the time sucked and no Canadian teams were going very deep in the playoffs at the time. That impacted their ratings, um, and it's become a boon for them. And I think that, you know, there was a lot of shady stuff going on in the background where I feel like Sportsnet, and remember, Don's contract was up this year. I, think that, I think that Sportsnet were almost welcoming of the opportunity to cut ties with him and his big salary. Don was earning a lot of money, um, rightly so, because he'd been on the air on Hockey Night in Canada for 38 years. His first appearance was in 1981, and him and Ron have been together since 1986. That's a long-ass time um, for any show to be on, even a, a short eight-minute segment. That's a long time, and... Um, yeah, it's going to take people a while to adjust to this. I'm sure that there are some diehard hockey fans out there that are hearing my comments right now that are listening and saying, um, you know, that I'm, you know, being too soft or whatever. But the fact of the matter is this, like the way he phrased it is, is hurtful to some people. Um, I, I, and (laughs) I it's like hurtful because our society is so soft. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree with that sentiment to a large degree. I think that people freak out and get offended over things far too easily. But the way Don said it uh, didn't come off very great. And hockey's trying to be more inclusive. Um, the NHL wasn't happy about it. Um, a lot of players weren't happy about it. Because at the end of the day, the NHL, you know, outside of the greater realm of hockey itself, the NHL is a business. They want as much money coming in as possible. And they want new new fans all the time. The more new fans they get, the more money that they're going to take in. And when you have a guy like that, that has that type of platform that says something that could be um, interpreted as pretty hurtful to minorities or new immigrants you know, that's going to be bad business for a league like the NHL. And like, that's what backed him into a corner. I think whether he meant it that way, which I don't think he did. And people can freak out on the other side of the argument for me saying that I don't think Don is a mean hearted person. I just think that he's very passionately Canadian and there's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with what happened is the way he delivered the message. And Ultimately, I think that Sportsnet welcomed the opportunity to rid themselves of his contract, which I feel like they were going to do anyway. Um, Yeah, people are upset on both sides. I understand that because unlike an irrational freak who just thinks from one point of view, I can understand and empathize with other people's perspectives. I can understand is how an immigrant those comments would hurt or as a new fan to hockey who just moved to Canada, what have you. I can understand from the other side of the argument that you, you know, love this guy. He represents something good in the sport to a lot of people anyway, whether you liked Don or not, to a lot of people, he represented something good. He always stood up for Canadian players. He stood up for um, a lot of values that I think make the sport great. Um, But I just think that, you know, the bell rings for everybody. And unfortunately it rang for Don and it's going to be a weird adjustment period for sure. I, um, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, we got a good, uh, we got a good guest coming on now. So, uh, we're going to ask him, uh, Owen Gahula's coming on 
and uh, we're going to get his opinion, and we're going to talk some hockey. Absolutely. What's going on? We're back on the Double Minor Pod. Uh, we had a quick intro with me and Ryan there, and now we got Owen Gahula, Stratford, Ontario native. Uh, what's going on, Gilly? Nothing. Uh, just hanging out in suds. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring it up. Uh, Ryan, he's a listy boy. I'm in Kelowna. And yes. you're in fucking Sudbury, Ontario. Yeah. What's it? What What's the weather doing there? Wait, what's it like to live in Sudbury, Ontario for nine months out of 12? <laughs> uh, it's not that bad, man. It's pretty cold, but uh, we came out of the rink yesterday and had three feet of snow on my car, so that was great. That is nuts. Yeah, how... How's the escape running? Like, does she still start or what? Yeah, I got a new car though, but I switched. Oh, well, you my mom. did? Yeah, I switched. What'd you with get? Just a nice Nissan, just to get me around. Atta boy. Fucking A. That'll yeah. work. That'll work. Um, so, Gilly, me and Ryan were just talking briefly about the uh, Don Cherry thing. Um, we want to get your thoughts on it. What are your What are your thoughts on uh, the whole Don Cherry situation? Uh, it was pretty crazy. I mean, there's another video going around, I think, about a lady saying something to her, oh, something like that. But um, yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, Don Cherry, he's obviously a well-known guy, and he everyone kind of listens to him. So uh, I think what he said is, I mean, it's what he said. I mean, I really don't know what to say, but uh, it was that it was a, it's a crazy situation for sure. Yeah, um, I want to I want to talk something. Jurors, we talked about it at the beginning um, that Don Cherry's contract was up at the end of the year. Um, yeah. Do you think if this stuff didn't happen, do you think he would resign? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, no one knows what Sportsnet is doing um, from day to day. Um, like, consider all the guys that they've shuffled out this year. I, I, I mentioned earlier Kiprios and Doug McLean. Fuck, they let go of like the most legendary radio voice in Canadian history and Bob McCowan. Um, like no one has any clue what they're doing from one moment to the next. I can't say for certain that they would have brought Don back. Um, I don't think that they were going to. That's my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Owen said, it's a crazy situation at the end of the day. He said what he said, people were hurt by it and Sportsnet. I mean, I, they, I, I just think they really had no choice and here we are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been doing it for 38 years too. Right. So, yep. Like, yeah. Been there like, a long time. Like, and, um, the one thing until, and then we'll stop talking about, it. we talked about it so much. The one thing I didn't like is like Don Cherry. Um, he represents like, Remembrance Day, like everyone knows that Don Cherry is a proud, you know, Remembrance Day guy, and he he's t- now he's told people to buy a poppy and everything, but um, like he represents, you know, the Canadian Armed Forces all the time, and he's a proud Remembrance Day guy, and he he takes pride in that, and they fired him on Remembrance Day. I think that's just gutless. I think that's like that's just so stupid on their behalf because. Remembrance Day is supposed to be Remembrance Day. It's not supposed to be, you know, turn into like global news on Don Cherry Day. And I think it was, you know, I think uh, Remembrance Day was taking a backseat to Don Cherry. Anyways, let's get into I some agree, hockey yeah. talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Gilly, you play in the OHL. Um, I want to ask you about a certain player, two players. Okay. Uh, first, I want you to talk about correct me if I'm wrong saying this because it's weird, weird name. Uko Pekka Lennon. Uko Pekka Lennon. Oh, Jesus. What, what was his you nickname? You fucking butchered that name. That was horrific. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, well, it's you hard. try to say it, man. You try to say it. I'll, I'll nail it. You ready for this? Yeah. Uko Pekka Lennon. Yeah, I okay. know exactly. Right. Bang. Okay. What's, what was his nickname? Like, you guys couldn't call him. Like, was it like Pex or Loot or what? Uh, we called him Oopy. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great me, guy, man. Yeah. So like, um, so you guys kind of went for it last year and, um, I see you guys are pretty good this year. Uh, you guys are bringing in a lot of talent, um, in the U show. Um, so you guys kind of went for it last year. Uh, take us through, uh, you know, playing with like high caliber players, like, you know, Byfield's going to go first round this year. Like what kind of guy is he? 
Yeah, I mean, it's good we kind of got some hype coming out of the studs. Um, last year playing with Uko, it was pretty crazy. I mean, I remember uh, after he came back from World Juniors, his first game back, we had like a 10-minute standing ovation for him. So, like, it was crazy just because, you know, like we've never really That's seen nuts. that before. And, like, he was loving it. I mean, he was a great guy to hang out with and real humble. So, um, I mean, playing with Q, it's pretty crazy. He's gotten a lot of attention, which is good. Um, he's a funny character, too. He's a good kid. And, uh, you know, we're, we're happy to have him. I mean, he's a big part of our team. So, we're looking forward to seeing what he does. Yeah, he's uh, nasty this year. Like, he's having a fucking unbelievable draft year. And yeah, no, I, I, I think he's... I mean, I would put him in the top five, maybe top three. Like he wow. is nasty. He's nasty, yeah, dude. Absolutely. Man, he's he's the best player on the ice every game. Like he's crazy to watch. He's been really, really good so far. Oh, and I'm interested to know a little bit more about your game. Obviously, a, you know, a Stratford native. You came up through that here on Perth Lakers program. Obviously, Bizey did the same thing. That program's fucking legendary around here. <laughs> they crank out so many good players. It's unbelievable. Um, what was it like for you growing up, coming through that program? And, and maybe who are some guys that you kind of tried to model your game after? Uh, I mean, yeah, like, like you said, I played Lakers growing up and we had a pretty good team, my age group. So it was good. We had for all seven years I was there, we pretty much had the same squad. So we were pretty close, but, um, I got called up a couple of times. So I played in practice with Bizey a little bit growing up. So those were always good times too. Yeah. I um, remember like if you're, um, if you're, so the here in Perth Lakers have a, a seven is it seven year club? Yeah, seven award? year club. So at, after like each banquet, like whatever. Anyways, minor midget year. Um, so you got one, Gilly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, so my minor midget year, I signed minor Adam with the Lakers as an AP, and then I played all my years with the Lakers major major Adam rate to minor midget. And I remember uh, sitting at the table and all everyone's getting called up, like Will Tebow and... Uh, yeah, because all those who guys. Else, who like else Cade. was on that? Yeah, no, no, Cade came later, bro. Cade, Cade came later. Yeah, oh, maybe he did then. Uh, anyways, um, I definitely thought I definitely thought I was going to get... Uh, I was going to get the seven-year uh, reward, but no, didn't. And I was crushed. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so pissed. Yeah, you got a no, nice I... t-shirt, nice plaque. Yeah, no, that's a good one for sure to get. I no. mean, they give out some good awards, but... I know, I know. No, it's a great uh, program. I mean, we had a good team, like I said, and unfortunately we didn't, uh, didn't go as far as we wanted to in playoffs there because we had a couple injuries to our team, but uh, it, was, it was all right. It was a good group of guys. I mean, all my close friends are from that team, so we still stay connected, which is good. Yeah, that's the best. It's great that you're able to stay connected with all those guys that you became good friends with. I mean, you play with guys for seven fucking years. You expect a pretty tight group. Yeah, um, sure. Obviously, you know, being a Stratford native, I know you suited up in a couple games for the hometown Culletons. I mean, they've, they've of course, become the Warriors again, and, and they're having a solid season. Um, but then you go to the OHL, and your point totals have increased every year. You've gotten consistently better. I actually had the pleasure of calling one of your games in Owen Sound last year. I'm really impressed with the way that you cover the entire ice sheet, that old cliche of being a 200-foot a player. Uh, this year, you're having a pretty nasty start. You've got 16 points in 19 games. Your team is one of the better ones in the league this year. What is the team feeling like after last year? I mean, Bizey mentioned you guys really went for it. You had Uko in net. Yeah. He's going to be a stud. What's the mindset this year like? Is the team really starting to believe that maybe, hey, we could take another run this year too? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we got an older team this year, so I think the attitude in the dressing room is for sure that we can go for it. Um, you know, we're not really scared to play anybody in our league. Like, we're a pretty confident group, and our coaches give a lot of confidence to us too. So, um, I mean, we're feeling pretty good, and we'll see what happens. I mean, it's we're only 21 games in, but like you said, we got a good start, and we're in a good spot. So hopefully just uh, the ball keeps rolling. Yeah, Um Gilly, I gotta ask because when you go uh, to Owen Sound, I mean, like the fucking drive is like. Anyways, <laughs> shit, it's a cool barn though. Like it's a cool barn. 
Um, you guys get pretty good fans, and it feels like the fans are over you. How is it like playing in studs? It's good, man. I mean, our fans are crazy. Um, we got a superhero game coming up Friday, so that's Do a big Do you guys one. still have that that fucking wolf that goes yeah. to center? Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, yeah, man. No, it's sweet. Did you guys to... just light up a team the other night? Yeah, so when yeah, we, stand, we have our own goal oh, song, man. and then, like, our lights go out and you get a big spotlight on you. Like, it's pretty sick. And, and our goal horn is real loud, too, which is nasty. That yeah, it's a great goal down. horn. Yeah, it's like an old train, so, like, it's it's loud, man. It's crazy, though. Yeah, kind of like celebrating the old railway system that used to uh, really ha- bump through Sudbury, and, yeah, and it still yeah. does. Yeah. Um, it's it, yeah, you mentioned the fans there and like for for quite a chunk of time, at least when I was growing up, Sudbury went through some lean fucking times, like not only the city itself, but the team, um, the wolves struggled for a long time. And we've seen kind of a, a real renaissance, if you will, over the last four or five seasons where the team has really become competitive again and had some really good players like yourself come through the program. Talk a bit about that fan base, because, fuck, they've been down and out for a while, but they are passionate. Yeah. Just wait. Hold on. Hold on, Gilly. Um, Going on with Jury's comment, um, you guys held the Canada-Russia series last year, right? Or was it two Um, years ago? Two years ago, because mid played it up here right 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 Mm -hmm. i think that's i think that's a year it kind of took off for you guys yeah and we were pretty solid that year too as a team like that was kind of a year where we took a big step is that your sophomore year um like was that that wasn't your sophomore year was it no that was my sophomore yeah that was the first year um stillman came in too so like it was kind of a growing phase for all of us i think but uh, yeah. no, he's done a great job stepping in, and I think it's a pro atmosphere every day here. So we want to win, and I mean, hopefully we do. <laughs> like I'm down to win. So yeah. Um. So you guys, uh, you guys, like you said, you guys are pretty good. Um. What what are what's the vibe around the rink? I mean, like what like do the do the guys actually? I'm gonna go ask this. What's the travel like? Oh man, uh, tough well, or uh, what? Yeah, this year we kind of have we don't have the best schedule for travel. I mean, the last like three out of four weekends we've been on the road. Like we just did the big Windsor Mich or yeah Windsor Sag Flint one. So that one was like nine hours for us. <gasps> um, and then we got the Ottawa coming up this weekend, so that's like six from here. But that's a tough one because it's one highway the whole way and it's just one lane so it takes forever no way one laner yeah it's one lane oh and like, dude oh, awful dude and the boss too it takes forever yeah we got a we got a we got pg this weekend um and it's like 10 hours like it, it's is that messed your up. this road trip yeah 10 hours and it is messed up man yeah, like <laughs> like like the, so the bus the bus has wi-fi but like I just wish you could play, like, bring your box on and just play Ford or something. But, yeah, like, sure. the Wi-Fi is just terrible. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a lot of fun on the road, on those road trips, though. Yeah. Like, like Ryan can't... said, you, uh, you've been getting points, more and more points um, every year. And, I mean, you know, in the summer, we, uh, you know, we, we practice a lot. You score nothing on me. But, um, you know, <laughs> you, God, you, you, <laughs> but, you know, like, you're, you're <laughs> the other goalies but not me but yeah, um, okay i uh so yeah oh, fuck. um what's it like you are now in your third year if i'm correct right third year oh fourth this is my fourth, fourth year you're old you are old yeah dude i know so yeah, you've been there for four years i mean that's you know that's pretty rare to see um you know, like like hockey is a business, and people get dished out all the time. I I, I was on Windsor when Mikey got dished, and um, you you know it, it's it's crazy. Um, so since you've been there for four years, have you turned into uh, a big dressing room guy, on ice guy, like leader leadership guy? I mean, probably a lot of guys look up to you now. Yeah, I mean, being my fourth year, I think 
and we have an older team, like I said, so it's like my fourth year. So in the room, uh, you know, we have guys with letters, and I think we have a lot of leaders that don't have letters also. Like, there's a lot of guys in our room that can kind of say something and everyone will listen. So it's good to have. I mean, we're a close group, and to have that, like, leadership group not just be three or four guys, it's probably like six, seven, or eight guys. Like, it's big for our club, and uh, I think we all kind of feel and want the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, so I see some Snapchats. Um, you guys have a ping pong table in your dressing room. Is that correct? No, man. No. You don't? No. We were talking oh, about getting one, but we don't know where to store it. So we are. Yeah, I remember, like, I get so many Snapchats from you, like, just weird stuff going on in your dressing room. <laughs> Not, like, okay. weird we play, stuff. We play, but, like, just um, goofy stuff. We play, like, sandal tennis in our room. Okay. Like, the big one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get, like, a bouncy ball, and you, like, wear your sandals on your hand, and then, like, you play, like, tennis. It's pretty good. You get, like, a little <laughs> stuff. Yeah, we get that going. And, like, yeah. sewer's a big one for us, too. We play a lot of sewers, so. Yeah, we, uh, this year, like, our team, we play a lot of sewer, and we play baseball in the, uh, in the dress room. I wasn't going to say it was my idea, just for the rest. <laughs> But it, it probably was, was uh, for sure. It was. was. Yeah, we took three broken sticks, put them together. It was pretty dope bad. I mean, you know, um, and let's just say some shit got broken, but it's all good. <laughs> yeah, so um, what what's it like, you know, um, Q being such a big impact on your team? Do you kind of um, thrive off him? I, I, I know you guys are close. You guys are real close. You guys are probably best friends. Um, what's he like on and off the ice to you? Uh, he's a brother. I mean, we live around the corner from each other, so he doesn't have a car now. So I'm as pretty much as Uber everywhere he wants to go. I'm going. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's good. He's a great kid. And, uh, I mean, on the ice, he's exceptional to be able to move like that and be that big and strong. It's pretty, it's unique. And I mean, you can't teach six, five if you're in a draft. So I think he has a lot going for him and he's going to do great things for sure. But you know, he's still in high school, right? He's still trying to figure out his classes, and he's still trying to get his G2. So he's kind of just like a normal guy too, but it's definitely to definitely neat to watch him on the ice. That's awesome, man. And like, like I said earlier, he's a top prospect for a reason. I think he's going to do great, and uh, I think he's got everything uh, in his toolbox to be a dominant NHL center someday. Um, I want to ask you a little bit about the rink situation in Sudbury. Now, it's an old barn there. There's been a push over the last number of years to get a new rink. Um, what do you think a new rink would do for those fans in Sudbury? Like we mentioned, they're very passionate. There's been a push to get some land more closer to downtown. Yeah. Um, what would a new rink do for that city? I think it'd be huge. I mean, to have a good rink, it just brings you know more people to the city and kind of more fans to the game. Even if they just want to see the rink, they're still coming to our game and supporting us in that way. So I think it'd be huge for the city. I know... Um, I know our owner wants to get it going as soon as possible, so uh, there's still a lot going on with it, but it'd be huge for our city for sure. I want to know a little bit more about what goes on in the dressing room. I mean, you mentioned, you know, the the sandal tennis and stuff like that. Do the boys <laughs> get together a lot? And, like, do you guys, you know, are you the type of guys that, like, play chell? Or is Fortnite a big deal? I mean, like, what sort of things do you guys kind of get together and do as a team? Uh, we, well, we had free movies on Monday nights, so, Unreal. yeah, so we go to the movies, wow. on Monday, which is huge. So like, you're just kind of buying a popcorn, you know? So that's, yeah, the, I, um, I, uh, you, you, like you take, like, say you're, say you're back home in the summer and like, or anywhere. And you say, you want to go to a movie and like the vibes kind of like, nah, not really, <laughs> but like in hockey season, junior oh, hockey yeah. and. Bizey's cutting out again. I mean, yeah, I'm just, back. I am back. I am he's back. back. This okay, guy, okay. man, quit kicking the router, Bizey. Come on here. We're trying to do a show. Come on. Dude, I'm up in the mountains here, man. I don't get good reception. I fucking hate your excuses. Unbelievable. No, but like you were saying, yeah, like you go to the movie theater and everything like that. And like when you're with the boys, it's a big deal, right? Yeah. I mean, like what, what are some of the better movies you've seen recently? Give us some, give us some tips. 
Uh, well, we went to go see the Joker the other day. Like, is just it before. good? Yeah, it was actually really good. It was kind of, um, it was kind of funny and like good. I don't know. It was it was an interesting movie, but we liked it. But yeah, movies is a big one for us. I mean, we have Poker Nights too. Nice. Um, my one of my poker buddies oh my have God. poker table, so we go play poker. Uh, I mean, that four is... we play Ford and Charles, so that's pretty much it. I love Too that. Too bad you're not very good. What? Too bad you're not very good at Fort. Oh man, you don't play with me anymore, dude. Dude, I can't, man. My I'm Wi-Fi. Good. I'm telling you, dude. I'm <laughs> telling you, my Wi-Fi is just freaking just me hear, up. I just hear excuses, Spicy. Oh jeez. I hate the excuses. It's unreal. Yeah. Dude, I gotta know then. What is your go-to Chell team? Like, obviously, I'm a big Capitals fan. Um, but I often will go off the board and I'll use like St. Louis or I used to use Anaheim all the time back when they were really nasty. Like who's your go-to Chell team? Uh, honestly, probably Tampa. I think Tampa is pretty nasty. Nice, Hop nice. on the bandwagon. Buddy, I don't play, honestly, I don't play a lot of Chell, but like some of the guys like grind it. So when yeah, I, I, play, I play, yes, yes, like, I know, and they're man. nasty. And I'm like, how, like, what are you guys doing? Like, I know, I know, man. And a big video game nowadays is NBA. Like, I'm, oh, I got that. Like, dude, like, our team, like, on the road, like, we would literally grind the crap out of it. And they'd, like, I don't play it. I, like, I'll play it, but, like, you know, I don't want to dominate too much. But, like, when (laughs) I, oh my God. Fuck, I'm just kidding. I'm terrible (laughs) at video games. I'm terrible at video games. Terrible. Um, but, like, conversations for, like, 30 minutes just about nba like it's crazy oh, yeah dude no 2k is um, a good game i got that this year too yeah, yeah so I wanna, uh, yeah. yeah i want to i want to bring up some uh i want to call owen gahula out for something uh me owen uh deals and landry went golfing oh uh, man summer after on the ice and owen said he never golfs and this fucking guy ryan drove the I... ball like 300 yards <laughs> man like he would like just destroy it. So I want you to come out flat out tell everybody that yes, you do golf every week. I I mean I work at a golf course during the summer. You golf every oh week. my god, this guy's a fucking sandbagger. No man. Okay, I don't play that much though, honestly. Like my days are pretty busy in the summer, so I get out maybe once every two weeks, Banks honestly. Sand. The, like, okay, listen here. I honestly though, I played so a lot good. of golf when I was little though. Like growing up, I played a lot of golf. Okay, so you you kind of have a, a good skill base. All right, yeah. because yeah. you've been such a good guest, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> but it sounds like a, a fucking sandbag. No, no. I mean, Bizey wasn't lying. That's for sure. That guy was all over the course though. Holy dude! I was. Good thing we had Owen? a full charge in our cart, man. We were just zigzag. Yeah. Oh I know, man, dude. <laughs> I remember, like, I drill a ball, and Owen be like, "Just," I'd be like, "Owen, just throw me another one." Dude, do you remember when I I went to work the next morning and I found like two of your balls, man? That yeah. was fine, and I like my first, and I was laughing so hard. And I remember, like, in the Stratford Country Club, I, uh, I, you, you like. It's the first hole straight away, but like the ninth hole in the driving range is right beside. First drive, everyone's <laughs> watching. There's fucking ladies' night in the fucking bar. And I drill one onto the ninth fucking fairway. You loser. Like, I know, man. I just can't. Like, I the can't. first hole's tough when everyone's there, I, too. Oh, I know. I know. And you got, yeah, I know. Bizey, you get stage Friday when you walk up to the tee. Like, oh, I just get so frustrated. Then, at, like, by hole number six, I'm like, okay, let's just go back. Yeah. No, that was a good time, though. It's, yeah, it was a good time. It's always fun to play whack-a-ball with the boys. Fucking yeah, right. That's sure. great. Especially after we grind during the day, get our work in. Thousand percent. That's the way to end the day That's off. Fun. Yeah, for sure. Owen, you've been a great guest. It's been great to have you on the pod. I want to ask you uh, one last thing for from myself. Um, I know that you know you've been playing the game a long time. You're obviously a very passionate hockey player, and I mean I've heard nothing but good things about you as a teammate. 
um, which is great. I mean, what's your long-term goal with the game? Like, I mean, do you want to keep trying to grind to reach the NHL someday? Is, is Europe or school a realistic possibility? What, what kind of things are you kind of uh, envisioning for yourself within the game? Uh, I mean, obviously the NHL would be great. I mean, right now, probably I want to go to school anyway, just to have that in my back pocket. So, um, I think I'll probably just go to school and see what happens after that. I mean, there's always Europe. Europe's a big option coming out of school and even you can get pro contracts coming out of school. So, uh, I think at school I'll probably do and, um, we'll see what happens from there. But, you know, I'm totally happy with that. Like it, CIS is a great league too. So, um, but I mean, if there's something else pops up, then for sure I'll take a contract. I'm not going to say no to that, but yeah, uh, you know, it, there's there's lots of pathways in hockey, and uh, we'll just see what happens. That's awesome. Yeah, like man. you said, um, like there is a shit ton of pathways, and you know, there's um, guys, you know, like Anthony Peters. You know, he's a he's a great story. Um, that guy who fought Ryan Reeves, uh, he played in the SBHL for a year. Now he's in Adam the Lowry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like they're they're you know the the different routes. I mean, you know, um, Anthony Peters rings a bell. There goes the internet again, <laughs> yeah, bells. Bizey, come on, man, what are you doing <laughs> over here? No, I mean, uh, take yeah, it. there's lots of lots of career paths, and uh, I'm excited for the future. It's gonna be a lot of fun to look. For. I got a lot to look forward to, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Absolutely, man. I completely agree. And I mean, just based on watching your game quite a bit over the last couple of years, uh, as your team has improved, I I think that there's a legitimate possibility that you could go and fucking rip up Europe. Yeah, no, that'd, be, that'd be great. I mean, we'll see what happens for sure. But thanks for the confidence boost. Absolutely. Um, so buddy. That's before, what we're all about here. Before Ryan uh, wraps it up, um, Everyone knows this probably in Stratford, and let's listen to it. But uh, me, Owen, Yuhul, and Brady Hinge, big piece hot guys. So, uh, Gilly, Gilly, you text me a date when you're home for Christmas, and when I'm home for Christmas, we're gonna rip the shit out of Pizza Hut, dude. Pizza Hut buffet, that's where it's at, man. Unbelievable, it's Pizza, so good, no, dude. Ryan, I'm telling you, man. We would go I'm during telling. school. We would go during school to Pizza Hut and, they, and then show up. Have, yeah, and they like, have like. Oh, and actually, Ryan, you might know this name, Terry McCutcheon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was our gym teacher. We would rip to Pizza Hut, and we would, like, be, like, 20 minutes late for class. And he'd be like, why you guys, like, playing, like, like, dodgeball or something. Like, yeah, and we'd be like, sorry, Kutch, we got Pizza Hut. Took a bit longer than we thought. <laughs> That's fucking unreal. Like, All right, get on, like, we're just playing dodgeball, so get in there. And it'd be yeah. sick. I will say that, like, the, the Pizza Hut buffet is a fucking staple. It is yeah. a staple. A, I love the Pizza Hut buffet. It's, like, it's under, like, 12 bucks or something. We, we're literally, we eat, like, four pizzas, man. Like, it's ridiculous how much we eat there. Oh, the value's insane. It's so dusty. And, uh, the, like, Pizza Hut, for the past two years, has, like, the biggest roof leak. But the <laughs> Fix it, man. Like, you walk in, and there's no table underneath it, and it's, like, sagging, <laughs> like, a big, like, yeah, garbage bag exactly full of water. It's just not getting fixed. I don't yeah. understand. It's because you guys aren't going in every week to spend oh, money, dude, and so they're going out of business. It. Yeah. Oh, no. We, we do we take probably, advantage of that place. Yeah, we probably <laughs> honestly give them so much money over the summer, it's not oh, even yeah. funny. Yeah, that and Jen and Larry's, man. Get an ice cream, dude. I'm getting ice cream like twice oh. a week in the summer. So oh, good. I know. Like, you're supposed to keep a good, you know, you're supposed to keep a good healthy diet, but you got no, like. I have to get Paul, ice cream. You got the Paul Bunyan at features. You got <laughs> Krabby Joe Wayne Tuesdays, and now you got. Boar's Head Wednesdays. Like, oh, no, oh I'm man. Pumped. I'm pumped. Let's just go home, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> Summer's a good time in Stratford, that's for sure. Hell yeah! There's so many great spots there. It's uh, it's the festival city for a reason. That's for yeah. sure, dude. We really appreciate you coming on the pod. We know you're super busy, and like you said, the the fucking travel up there's nuts. Uh, but you guys are having a great season. You're having a great season, and man, Owen Gilhula, ladies and gentlemen, we fucking really appreciate you coming on and sharing some of your story with us. No problem. Thanks for having me, boys. 
Well, what a great guest that was. Owen Gilhula from the Sudbury Wolves of the OHL. Thanks uh, so much to him for joining us on the show here. Back here on Double Minor Podcast, myself, Ryan Drury, and Brock Byer. Uh, Bizey, I know we kind of dug into a little bit of the whole Don Cherry thing with Gills, but obviously we didn't want to spend a fucking ton of time yakking about that with him. We wanted to talk about him. Um, but now that we're kind of, you know, back here, obviously we talked about grape side of things. Um but then a couple days ago now, this lady on CTV who is on this talk show called The Social, I'm on, I was unaware of the show. I was unaware of Jess Allen, the, the lady who made the comments that I'm sure many people know already what I'm talking about uh, that sparked outrage around the country. Um, basically, she went on a tangent uh, when they were talking about Dr. Harris. And essentially, she just went on this big, long spiel about how um, hockey players are generally uh, rich white kids that aren't very nice and aren't super educated. And, uh, you know, hockey parents and families spend $5,000 a year to play hockey and they just spend all their time in the rink and... They don't, uh, you know, they don't go on trips and learn about the world. Essentially, it's insinuating that hockey fans and hockey players are rich white kids that are stupid. And um, I'm sure you heard the comments. I saw the video and I was fucking livid. Um, I was so goddamn mad. Uh, I, I thought that what she said, and again, like from the other side of it, there were a ton of people tweeting out fire Jess Allen. I don't think this lady should lose her job, but she should have to apologize. Like what the fuck? She's a fucking plug for saying this shit. I was so goddamn mad when I saw this, like some of the best people I've met in my life were through the game, including yourself. That's the whole reason this podcast exists. And listen, we're a little more off the wall on this show. If you will, we, you know, we like to swear and kick back and just talk like we would as if we were sitting around hanging out with our friends. And um, at the end of the day, we both love the game. A ton of our best friends, like our buddy Owen Gilhula, who just came on here, we met through the game. We've had long-lasting relationships and friendships through the game. And uh, I don't know about you, Bizey, but I didn't grow up fucking rich, did you? No, and I like, you know what? I'm going to have to disagree with you um, about her not getting fired. I think you can her. You can her quicker than you freaking wake up in the morning. Um, And that's fine. That's fine that you think that. And let's begin. I'm going to begin with this. Who the fuck is Jess Allen? Like, I've never heard of this girl ever. And for her to, like, it literally, it probably pissed me off more than the Don Cherry situation. Because, first off, you don't have any kids. Well, you better not have any kids in hockey. Um, and if you do, you literally ruin your kid's career. Um, I don't think she does. Cause like she was saying how like she, like she started her whole thing off. Like this is, they're having a conversation about grapes and like, fine if you have an opinion, but then she went on this tangent where she said like, I don't worship at the altar of hockey and whatever. And like, that's fine. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're not a hockey fan. Fine. That's nobody. I'm friends with loads of people who aren't sports. My, my own brother isn't a sports fan. He isn't like sports, but you know, he's my best friend. Like we get along. It's no big deal if you don't like sports. But then when she started saying that the people that do are rich white kids that are fucking mean and not nice and, and not very worldly or thoughtful. She said that, that, that hockey players in her experience aren't very thoughtful. What the fuck? Like she went on, you know, a a tangent painting a large group of people with this broad brush and, and what's ironic about that is she was criticizing Don Cherry for doing the same fucking thing. You're right. You're, you're 100% right. Um, but she, um, like, it's just so stupid. Like, who are you to say all those things about people you don't even know? Like, you, you, you 100% nailed it right in the coffin when you said it, Drews. Like, 
Do you know how many amazing, cool relationships you have, I have through I've met lifelong best friends through hockey. And that is okay if you want to have a different opinion about hockey. But being Canada and hockey is literally probably number one, you are literally digging your own grave. Yeah, I I just... And, like, I, 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 I told... I told, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. I said to myself, I watched the interview and I literally watched it like three times. I couldn't believe it. There's four girls there and you can't tell me though. One of those four girls doesn't have a kid in hockey. You can't tell me that. Uh, I mean, maybe they, maybe they do. Maybe they don't like, exactly, but still like you can't like, and society, getting back to society, you just don't say that. You just don't say that. And yeah, honestly, yeah. It, 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 it boils my blood even like talking about this because how dumb she can be coming out and saying this. Like, rich kid bullying kids. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. sure, like, sure, like, on the ice, you know, you have those battles, but... That's like, different, like, though. Fuck, that. like when I pl- when I play deals, I'll fucking spear him in the nuts. I don't give a crap, but we'll hug. Like he'll call me a fucking idiot, and he'll say I'll beat the shit out of you. But like I don't care because I know after the game we're still gonna be brothers. Yeah, but I mean, even that example you gave is completely different to what she's saying. Like that's on the ice. That's in the battle. That's. That's in the comp, the heat of competition. That shit's going to happen. Like she's insinuating like, and I know that there's this prevailing um, image of, you know, the big shot athlete and some guys are fucking dicks, but like, you can say that about any group of people. Like that's so fucking stupid to just be like, oh, you know, the general portrait of a hockey player is a rich white kid who's mean to people. That is so fucking stupid. Couldn't and I didn't. I didn't grow up around people that were spending $5,000 on hockey. Like, yeah, there's programs in the GTA and there's special academies like Shattuck and everything where Cross went that like, yeah, you have to pay a ton of money, but that's the upper echelon of, of people. And like, if you have that money, good for you. But the majority of people are just trying to have, you know, a fun thing for their kids to do and to paint the entire group of people that, love to play the game and see the values and the true meaning of what hockey is, which is about teamwork and friendship and perseverance uh, is so fucking dumb to me because like I said, like there are group, there are groups of, you know, dicks in any sport. I was in a band for six years. Do you think that every single person I encountered when we were touring or doing shows was super awesome to me? There were, I remember one time we, our band, I don't know why we did this, but we played, uh, like a festival thing that they used to have in Mount Forest when there was a guy there w- running the old Mount Forest theater and like he was ripping people off all the time. He actually went to jail over it. And uh, yeah, and he he fucking had uh, a festival thing and Headley played. Now this was way early like when Headley was like first coming out, but they were a pretty significant act and we played the festival with them and they were fucking losers to us. Like they were such dicks and I've never forgotten that. Like they were such fucking morons and, um, (laughs) but like that didn't make me go, Oh, everybody in a band is a dick. Like the, what yeah, the fuck, know. you know? It's yeah, so stupid. Yeah, couldn't agree more with what all you said. Couldn't agree more. I think, uh, you know, I, I, I do think she should, you know, get the get the boot. But, you know, I, I don't agree with anything she said. I don't agree. With I don't it. either. And, and, and I, again, like I said earlier, do I, like, I... <sighs> Like the, the notion of like people upsetting somebody cause they said an opinion and getting fired is so benign to me, but like if they did fire her, I can't say that I would disagree with it. 
Um, do I think she should be fired? Like, I don't know, but like, but I do think she should fucking apologize. I'll say this. Like, I think that I wouldn't feel bad if she was fired, if she doesn't issue an apology and she seems to think that there's nothing wrong with what she said. And that's what really pisses me off and leans me more to going, yeah, you should be fired. I don't want to see people lose their job every time they make a mistake, which this woman clearly did. But like, if you're unwilling to see the, the error in what you've done, fuck you like you're a fucking idiot and the other thing that really pissed me off about it was her saying like oh this is the general idea i have of someone who loves hockey and blah 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 and they're mean and la 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 how could you fucking say that like yeah like how could you say that after like not what we're coming up on the two or three year anniversary here of the humboldt broncos tragedy and this and ctv did extensive coverage with many other outlets of that tragedy. And what we saw out of that horrible, horrible day was so many fucking people, not only in Canada, but around the world, donating money to those families, none of whom were rich, none of whom were privileged, none of whom were fucking assholes to people. The community of Humboldt loved those kids. They went, they hung out with the fans and they, they were active in the community. Just like I see the Cyclones here locally in Listowel. And when you were on the team, it was a mandate to be active in the community and like do volunteer work and stuff like that. And, and, and there's been good young men that have come out of the program here, including yourself. And, and for her to say that on a network that did such extensive and I'll say very good work uh, during that really difficult time for Humboldt and the country, we were all hurting. We were all sad and, and devastated by what happened to those kids and, uh, and the people that lost their lives in that terrible bus crash. And we saw nothing but good pour out from the heart of the game. And that's what makes the game great. And for her to fucking go on there and say that shit after that really fucking made me mad. That made me so mad. And, and I thought I felt sick for the people of Humboldt and, uh, and, and Swift Current and, and other places that have uh, gone through tragedy. Yaroslavl in Russia when the plane crashed, how the community came together. It's Hockey Fights Cancer Month right now. I was fucking livid with what she said, and I'm just going to leave it at that. I, I did notice a tweet here um, because the other side of the argument too, right, is is she completely devalued women's hockey and the great strides that have happened in women's hockey. Uh, Canadian great Jaina Hefford tweeted, I've always been a fan of the social, but yesterday was disappointing. The comments about what it means to be a hockey player were discriminatory, hurtful, and untrue. The people I've met in this game have been some of the best humans you could meet, generous and kind, but not at all rich. Sport unites us, and the values learned through sport are invaluable. Of course, there are exceptions, but rather than discuss the current situation, the conversation made a hateful generalization about a large group of people that love to play the sport. I couldn't agree with her more, Bizey, and and I'm sure you do too. I agree with you. I agree with her. And uh, you know what? You said it all. I have nothing left to say. You said it all. You nailed it, buddy. Absolutely, man. I appreciate it. One last Uh, note before we go. Uh, Sorry, go ahead, buddy. I have one last note, too. This is uh, non-hockey. Mello is back in the NBA, baby. And I'm pumped. Is he really? Yeah, he signed with the Blazers. Holy fuck, that's wild. Yeah, I'm pumped. Good for him. Deserving. He's nasty. He gets shit on a lot. And like, he's been very entertaining. Very practice, baby. Um, one last thing before we go, uh, we're recording this on Thursday, November 14th, obviously a little earlier today. Uh, the hockey world, uh, another good example of how good the hockey world is. Thanks for coming. Um, we all heard about TJ Brody's unfortunate incident. Um, if you, if you're not familiar with what happened, Calgary Flames defenseman TJ Brody um, collapsed at practice today and started convulsing on the ice. Um, believe he had a seizure episode. 
Uh, obviously, practice was postponed uh, right then and there. The ambulance came in, um, and the medical professionals did a great job taking care of him. Uh, I did read a note from John Shannon here uh, that he has been discharged from the hospital. He was responsive the whole time. They've done some tests on him. Uh, needless to say, he's going to sit out for a little while while they figure out you know, what's going on. Um, but obviously a very scary situation for TJ and his teammates and everybody in the hockey world is thinking about TJ Brody. Thumbs up, buddy. Uh, we, we really hope you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, there's much, much more than just hockey and, uh, prayers up for him. Anyone who's listening, please, uh, keep him in your prayers and, uh, thanks for listening. Absolutely, buddy. You can find this podcast on CastBox. We're on all the best podcast apps, including Apple Podcasts and Google Play. We're on Twitter. Give us a follow at DoubleMinerPod. Bizey running the Instagram account out there in beautiful Kelowna, BC. That's at DoubleMiner with two R's at the end. We're on Facebook. Make sure you like the podcast. Share it with your friends. Uh, give us your thoughts on it and uh, follow us on all the socials. You've been listening to the Double Minor Podcast. Myself, Ryan Drury, and Brock Beyer. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Okay.